What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 82. As always, I'm James. I'm Adrian. Been a long time. Aaron Pinion. I'm back. Wow. It has been a while. What's up, Aaron? Nothing. Freaking, you know, summertime now. Uh, Enjoying uh, tonight. We're going to be enjoying the college softball world series like i love watching them and you know what my sooners are participating in this world series number one seed but they are facing the texas longhorns a big 12 matchup in conference matchup for the national championship man that's that's pretty sweet i think it's pretty sweet i mean two biggest rivals in sports yeah but at the same time dominant freaking softball programs they are, I mean, there's always Arizona, UCLA, Tennessee, you know, but these these ladies have, like, came, like, dude, they just dominate straight up. They've dominated all season, especially Oklahoma. Texas had to battle their way back, but they're, they're in the driver's seat to upset the Sooners in Oklahoma City. And I just have to say, I love the stadium there in Oklahoma City. I've driven past it, haven't had the – privilege of attending a and, game yet but it's super nice and i think about you know the location of it it's like there it is and then then you have the zoo right and you got the science spectrum mm-hmm. and then right down the road you also got the you know the casino and the horse races like so it's a really a good time to be there right now you know if you want to watch some good softball head up the zoo science spectrum if you got the kiddos and then some horse races woo. Man, it's all right there. Win some money. Have you won any money down there? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma has all my money. So, Adrian, how do you think this is going to shake out tonight? This is game one of the College Softball World Series. What's going to happen? I'm super pumped about it. First, I I just want to say that I really like what NCAA has done with the Women's College World Series. Because I've been been watching the, the Women's College World Series since the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, I've, I played softball since I was a kid. I played fast pitch when I was in high school. So it means a lot to me. But I love how popular it's gotten recently. I love the fact that they aired two games on ABC. That is, like, tremendous that their that they're ABC is, is showing a women's sport that, that rarely, rarely happens right. to be on a you, national network. You know, the only thing that sucks about, you know, uh, just real quick, they would be on ABC right now. It should be. But you know, the only thing that takes over right now are the freaking NBA Finals. Yeah. Right. You know, and I'm like, put that on ESPN or put that on TNT. And I'll watch the, <laughs> I'll watch the Women College World Series over the NBA Finals. Unless the Mavericks were in it. Yes. Oh, I yeah. would watch the Women's College World Series over the NBA Finals any day of the week. Even yeah. if Texas wasn't in it, I'd probably still be watching oh, yeah. it. I've, I've watched, but since Texas yeah. is in it, it definitely means something like, and a little extra special. Right. Because coming into this World Series, um, I don't think anybody was giving Texas a chance. Um, they played on the road the entire regionals and super regionals. And now during the Women's College World Series, they came in unseated. They beat Washington, um, which was a little shocking to me. I, I never thought that they were get, were going to get past Arkansas. I thought Arkansas would be here in the finals with OU because of how great their pitching and offense is. We ups, upset them. 
then you really didn't think that they were going to get past UCLA with their storied program. Mm -hmm. They upset them. Of course, they lose to OU, but then they bounce back by, um, you know, beating Arizona, beating Oklahoma State twice in one night, which yeah. is, you know, now amazing. They, and now they, they're here. Well, they say three games in 12 hours or something like that. Yeah. Later tonight. Like, yeah. That's incredible. You know, especially at, a, especially at a high level like that. Right. right. That's 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 really hard to do because you're like, oh, well, it's softball. Well, no, dude, these girls pulled out their freaking bodies. I mean, they're covered from dirt, you know, head to toe. I mean, they're, I mean, they do a lot of sacrificing. Like, and they, they do. And it's, it's a fast game. It's a, so it's, it's super fast. It's like, very fast. And I, yeah. I love it because, man, they just, those girls, just, they're ballers. It's definitely not like baseball. Fast pitch is definitely a lot more faster pace since you have such a shorter field. Um, and, and so, yeah, it moves. Very, very quickly compared to baseball. But, I mean, as far as tonight, though, um, I, you know, as much as I want Texas to win, and I do, um, I'm rooting for them all the way, of course. But OU is just so good. They're so powerful from the top of their lineup to the end of their lineup. Uh, their their pitching is amazing. And their the, the pitcher that they've been using this whole World Series ain't even their best pitcher. Exactly, I mean, they right. still got yep. they still got the freshman that's that's pretty that's actually their ace that they haven't really used a whole lot, and then even the third pitcher that they haven't used is fifteen and zero in the regular season. I mean, they're they're, they're it's just a tremendous tremendous program, um, and te Texas has definitely got their work cut out for them. And then Texas's pitchers, uh, Haley Dosini, she's not even a hundred percent. You know, she's coming off of an elbow surgery. Um, and they've been using the shit out of her this World Series, um, this this entire playoffs, really. And I think Texas having to play Oklahoma State uh, twice in one night, I think they're going to be. Uh, they I think they're going to be a little fatigued, but we'll see. You know, I mean, hopefully yeah. these last couple of days uh, being off, hopefully they can rejuvenate. But Oklahoma got even more time off because that was the new structure the NCAA put in is if you keep winning, you keep getting more days off. You get days, yes. And yeah. so I think um, Texas is going to be a little bit more tired, and I think OU is going to take advantage of that, and I think they'll end up winning tonight. Yeah, for Oklahoma, for us, like the, the loss to UCLA the other night, I was, I was a little bit worried that second game. We ended up dominating 15-0. I only have to say one name. Jocelyn Allo. I mean, I don't even over, know why they keep pitching to her. Over 30 home <laughs> runs this season. She's going to hit at least one or two tonight. I mean, she. I, I feel like the loss to UCLA is really going to get them ready, and they're not going to take this game for granted because Texas, if they do win a slugfest tonight, whoever wins this game is going to have all the momentum going into game two. If, if Texas can pull it off, I think they have a good chance. But okay. I just think Oklahoma is going to be ready, especially being – you know, I feel the, I feel the like home it, crowd atmosphere, like they, oh, yeah. they like they've had this whole time. They're going to be ready for but it. But I feel like it can it, a game like that. I mean, and that's the one thing I like. I like how they always set up the championship best out of three. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I mean, you, I know you win that first one, but you, you know how it is. Winning that second one, it's tough. It is tough. It's a tough thing to go back the next day or whatever and say, "All right, here we mm -hmm. go." It's, I mean, it's tough. It's a very difficult thing. That's why I love, like Adrian said, the setup of it is just really cool.
because really it's anybody's game, like pitchers and all this. Uh, I, I really I'm interested in how they're going to do a lot of the strategy. You know, right. there's a lot of strategy in this. I think there really is. There's going to be there, there's going to there be really some is. good ones. Um, I think if Texas is smart, I say they walk Aloe every single. I think I I say they intentionally walk her every single time. Don't give her that satisfaction of hitting one out. They made that mistake to to her the last time that they played. Um, you know, she she hit that. They they pitched to her right down the middle of the plate. Um. And she crushed it. I mean, and she's going to do that every single time when you pitch her right down the middle of the plate. You can't make those mistakes to someone like that. Really, you can't make those mistakes to anyone in that that lineup. Honestly, Allo is not the only one that they need to worry about in that lineup. And the crazy thing is Texas doesn't have a single player with more than a dozen home runs, and Oklahoma has three. With Allo with over 30 home runs, and you got Jennings, and you got Gracie, she has – they both have over 20. So the big bats are deep. I mean, they, they've got, they've got the, the slugging power. I mean, if you do walk Aloe, you still have to worry about the other two. Exactly. That's in, in, I mean, you know, every time you do that, it, I mean, it, it puts a situation. And when you do that situation, man, it's, it's hard to work around that. It's really hard to work around a, a situation where you're like, I put this person on base. Now I'm in a, yeah, Texas yeah. can play some small ball. Um, they have four players with double-digit stolen bases and 17 total come from behind wins. So they have they have that underdog role mentality leading into this game. And if they can just – they can hit the ball, play good defense, anything can happen. But I just think my Sooners are going to crush them. I sure hope they do. And then you know, just you know, after this, I definitely don't think I don't think that OU is going to run rule them. Um, I don't think it should be. I think it'll be pretty close tonight. I mean, I think if if any team has given OU a run for their money this year, has been teams in their conference like Texas and Oklahoma State. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm pretty sure OU never ran ruled uh, run ruled Texas this year. I, I mean, think they did all, once. I think their their games have been pretty close. I want to say, um, and it's a huge rivalry. I mean, this is so sweet because it is the biggest rivalry in all of college sports. OU and Texas. I'm sorry, I'm going to shit on Georgia, Florida, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, OU, Texas. Ari's There's nothing better. Oh, yeah, There's nothing better, baby. Yeah, OU, OU, yeah. SEC. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, right. Ramming up our ass. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Hey, and the SEC is stuff in softball too. It, yes, I mean, and uh, baseball too. Tennessee, you got. Tennessee. Hey, man, my Sooners and baseball. Got, we're still in got, it too. Still got man. Florida. I mean, it's you got some. You got some good quality teams still. So it's it's crazy how much fast pitch has evolved because you know back in the day whenever I first started playing. And when I first started watching the Women's College World Series, you didn't see SEC teams in the College World Series yeah, or no. in the regionals or no no one from the Big Ten, nothing like that, ACC. Mm-hmm. Um, the West Coast dominated. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was all about the Pac-12. Uh, UCLA, you know, back when Texas a- Back when Texas yeah. A&M was in the Big 12, uh, you know, they, they really had some good softball programs back then. They still do. Um, but back then, you know, they were – I think they've won two – World Series, um, in their in their history, um, but yeah, back then it's it was all 
it was all West Coast, and honestly, it really still is that way. Like, if you look at it the is. lineups of both OU and Texas, everybody's from fucking California, <laughs> Arizona, Oregon, Washington. I mean, those are where the best softball players are from, well, you know. And, and here, you know, until you mean Hawaii. And, 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 right. and we've seen it. You know, you also see it. And, you know, you see the well, especially like baseball. The, I mean, those teams get to play all year round. You know, mm-hmm. those girls get to play all year round because yeah. weather's nice. You know, they got good. And I think about it, they got good leagues down there. And most there. of them are typically one sport athletes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they're able to, yeah, they're able to really focus on that, which is great. And, uh, yeah, I mean. And Oklahoma's but, benefited in recruiting because of the, the recent success they've had and the longevity success yeah. they've had. So it in just the past fits 20 years. off. I mean, like I said, you know, I know Texas, I know I got some little cousins that have been in some softball and they do some traveling. It, yeah. And it's good, but like you said, West Coast, mm-hmm. I mean, they really. And the they way in the way the transfer transfer portal is, um, it's crazy because like, if you if you look at both these lineups, a lot of these players originally weren't with OU. Like take OU's pitcher for example, she transferred from North Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everybody wants thing, to play for same, Patty same Gasso. Thing, same thing with Texas. We've got transfers from Arizona. We got transfers right. from Oregon. You know, the transfer portal is crazy, even with softball, not just, you know, it's not just football. Exactly. Where you're having all these student athletes uh, utilize that transfer portal. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, your your team could be, you know, crap one year and then your team is fantastic the next next year because of the transfer portal. We had one of our best outfielders transfer, you know, a few weeks ago, Donahue. She transferred out of Oklahoma and I was super surprised. But, you know, we're so deep that, you know, it's not going to matter. Exactly. I mean, when you got line up or deep, you're just like, well, got to move on. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, and yeah, and a lot because uh, yeah, a lot of the transfers are like you know fifth year seniors, seniors who you know, hey, I want to make a run. You know, on my last year, I'm a senior. I'm graduating. You know, I didn't get to play in 2020 because of COVID. Let's and make it the best. Maybe experience. you can tell me if I'm right here, like. Women's softball, for for women, the college, uh, the, the college landscape of college softball is like the pinnacle. It is, it is like professional league for for women because mm-hmm. there's not much after college. So when they when they get to the college ranks, they want to play for the best of the best and go out on top. And this is like basically and essentially a professional league exactly. that they're competing in. Yeah, pretty this much. Is it. This I is mean, it for most of them, right? Yeah, pretty much because they they used to, um, except for the Olympics, but right, oh, they yeah. they did for a little bit have a national professional uh, softball league, um, but it didn't last very long. Um, you know, it just wasn't very popular. And, and they try, and you know, I think, and they try to, you know, they try to keep going with it, and it's it's difficult. I don't, you know, well, it's difficult because they just don't get that publicity, right? And the attention yeah. mm-hmm. and the so. support, but it deserves it. I mean, it's it it's such a fun sport to watch, and the, these girls they they give it so much to well, get to this point, and it, it's awesome that they get to compete on a on a stage like this on ESPN. And really, ABC. you know, when it comes down to, it, and I, I mean, I'm not trying to sound terrible, but you know, with these girls, it's like you know they make the Olympic team, which is great. I love watching the Olympic, or they go out and they go do their own. You know, softball, maybe lessons or stuff, or they go to do the coaching, right? At different colleges or high schools, whatever, 
whatever, you know, and then try to build up. I mean, yeah, which is which is great. You know, it's a great thing. But you know, like you said, it'd be great to see a good, a higher level. level. Yeah, it'd be good. Some competitive they, softball that would be nice. But this is it right now, and these girls. Well, I'm glad you mentioned it, James, because I looked up some information. Okay, mm-hmm. so like I mentioned, we there was a professional league. Okay, which was originally founded in 97. It folded in 2001. They revived it in 2004. And, of course, it folded again. There is a new softball league that is planned for this year, 2022. It's going to be called the Women's uh, Women's Professional Fast Pitch, or WPF. And it is going to launch its inaugural season this month in June. Wow. Hopefully hopefully it, it sustains... Apparently, apparently, so far there's so far there's been two two um, teams confirmed, um, which is the USSSA Pride. Uh, they were also a a, a team with the first national national mm-hmm. pro fast pitch league. Um, they're based out of Florida, and then there's going to be a team based out of New York called the Smash It Sports Vipers. Apparently, nice. So those are the two teams that are planned as of right now. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully some success. Women need know. that that outlet to be able to pursue and, and continue their career if they want to and if they're good enough. You know, yeah, why I not? Mean, I just, I hope, like, they deserve it. I hope so. I hope, well, hopefully they get some success and maybe you know how make a run. You know, I mean, I just I always remember when the WNBA started. I was like, man, that this. You know, I was like, man, they're only going to last that long. But now, I mean, what, 25 years, I think, now? Yeah. The and, longevity you know, is, is it just it just sustained. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just, like I said, it just keeps taking. And, you know, those women, they deserve it. Like, because, I mean, they're, they're ballers. <laughs> they're ballers, man. And I think some people just need to see the whole they are, softball they, side of the, you know, that they, you know. They work just as hard as men. They compete yeah. with so. just as much tenacity. So they they deserve to have their own league, professional leagues. They do, they do, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully maybe, you know, with you know with everything kind of going on, maybe this will be the the kick. Maybe yeah. this might be the kick that they need, and this is the time to do it. So let's know? let's do um, our score predictions for tonight. I'm gonna go OU twelve, Texas seven. I'm going. I'm going three two. Oh, you low score. I'm going to go high score. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think it's going to be a high score. Um, I will go. OU five, Texas two. Yeah, I initially, I initially wanted to go with a close game, but I don't know. I think they're going to come out fired up and they're going to put on a show. You know, bat. You know, let's Their see. bats are going to be high. Well, if, if that if that fatigue pitching. if that fatigue shows in the, in the Texas pitchers, it very likely could happen. Because, um, uh, like I said, Haley Dosini is not a hundred percent. You know, so she makes those. She can't make any mistakes to these hitters. You can't. Um, and if she does that, OU's going to capitalize on it, and the game could get out of hand very quickly for Texas if she does. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a great game. It will be, absolutely. Yeah, I hope I hope it's a great series. I really do. Yeah, and I mean, if this, if this first game's a blowout, I think next game this hopefully is going to be super close. 
But if it's vice versa, I'm all for it. I want to see. I want to see some good softball. Us OU fans are super pumped and excited. You know what? I'm not that pumped up for. Let's hear it. NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say it. I mean, I don't know. Like you know, like Adrian said, if it was the Mavs, shit, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. I'd be the damn Warriors are back in it. You know, but kind of nice to see the Celtics back after yeah, a while. But I'm yeah. I'm not interested at all remotely in the NBA Finals. I haven't watched any of it. I could care less. Yeah, that's why I'm just kind of like, well, I like Boston. I, I like Tatum. You know that, but yeah, yeah, well, Jason Tatum's he's you know, an animal. And then of course the Warriors. You know, they got enough trophies. So I don't really give two shits. They really do, man. Don't you get? They're one of those teams that just they're always there, just like you know the Patriots were for so long. Yeah. You just get tired of them. And you know the NBA the way it's trended the past fifteen years. I just I've fallen out of love with the NBA. But you know what? I, you know what? I think it's bullshit, and this is just me. Is the fact that okay? What what's today? Today's Wednesday, right? Okay, they played Sunday, okay, and then they played like on a Thursday. Like they're getting like two or three days off. Like that's some bullshit. Like I think oh, mostly. I mean, it should be one day off. Let's go. One day off. Let's go. You yeah, know? there's a little bit too much time I think, there. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. I mean, look at all these other you know professional sports or college sports. They got to learn how to adjust to the freaking, what do you call it? Like, you know, just the fatigue. Like, you got to learn how to, that's that's part of it. It's part of the training. Right, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, it, why why do they get so much freaking time off? Prima Donnas, man. Yeah. It's the NBA. That's, it's the Prima Donna League anymore. It's a perimeter shooting game. And, and it's, it's funny. You're not bodying anybody. You know, a friend of ours was like, you know, hey, man, they're probably going to go to game seven. And I was like. You know, as much as I hate saying that, I think it's gonna go to Game Seven just because. Oh, they'll find a way. There's money, you know. Ratings, money. yeah, these ratings and everything. I'm like, well, it's tied one-one right now. I don't see the Celtics winning this series. I just don't. I think the Warriors. They've just they've got too much, too much to handle. They're wow. they're gonna score, and and. Well, if, if they're gonna pull if, away, man. well, you know, like they say, if Thompson and you know Curry, them two are hitting threes, you, you can't stop that. Yeah, that, they're that's, just hard to stop. You know, Taylor. I mean, you know, he can only do so much, and that's you know, that's about it. And Boston, I mean, that's, I don't know, I don't know really nobody else, but with Tatum, you know, he's really the big standout. You know, it, but it's always good not to, uh, you know, when you watch us. Finals. It's always good not to see LeBron. Yeah, not there. You know, because I mean, if it was LeBron, then I mean, it'd be on ESPN every freaking second and all that and all the pop. Come on, man, give it a rest already. Yeah, Yeah. they they push and they want it. They want him to be in the finals every year, like he's he was for so so long. But yeah, I'm glad that they're not there. That's about it. And then now we're like I said, we're into June and. You know, baseball's baseball right now. We won't, you know, we won't get too hot to it until about August. Still super early. You know, so. But did you see in the news this morning? I saw on social media. We'll, we'll talk some local stuff real quick. Um, at the Amarillo Zoo, they caught something on film that was very peculiar. Did you get a, a glimpse of it? I did. So this week, you know, what's funny is that. You know, in summer school right now, we, <laughs> I'm talking to with my students about Bigfoot. 
<laughs> and, and I Perfect like, day to I, do yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know why I brought it up. And I was just like, you know what? It's, it's We need to know what's... Because, you know, with Bigfoot, a lot of people believe in it. And a lot of people think it's fake. You know, just fiction, nonfiction, and... The, you know, the legends, and yeah. You hear the fact, you know, you hear the story, but they're they're cool and funny. And then I I, I pulled this this thing up today, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa!" I was I was surprised we're, that we're on to something now. I was surprised it was Amarillo. I thought it was maybe you know somewhere in the United States, and it said Amarillo. I was like, "Wow, okay." Let me take a second look at this. Did you see it, Adrian? Yes, I did. Is it in Thompson yeah. Park? It could have been a Thompson Park tweaker. <laughs> yeah. Could have been. Sure. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I had a great time last night. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, what, one or two in the morning? I mean, it could have been a person, but the way it looks makes me believe the way it's standing, it cannot be a person. It doesn't even look like an animal. It, when, when, you, when I zoomed in on it at first, it looks like the, the, the head, it looks like the head of a raccoon to me just a head of a raccoon on on a man's body it was super weird <laughs> the <was a> goat <laughs> man <laughs> it was weird <laughs> the way it was standing was very strange like its legs were in front of its body yeah. i wonder if they have any video of it or if it's just that still image that they have it there's just- no telling there the might the be alien, a video the, that comes out later. The UFO stuff, the alien stuff is ramping up right now. I mean, it just, the government's acknowledged that UFOs exist. It's just a weird time we live in, isn't it? You know, this, I'm sitting here looking at it again, you know, and I'm just like, it's like, it could be, it's like 50-50 to me. Like, what I mean, like, like you said, it could be a Thompson Park crackhead. I was like, hey, I'm going to put this werewolf costume on and go... <laughs> But then you're like, I don't know. It looks pretty legit. It just, right now, like, just looking at the picture, like, half and half. Like, the top, you're like, okay. But at the bottom, it looks like human. Like, I don't know. It looks, I don't know. It looks crazy. The legs are protruding outwards, forwardly. It, it looks so strange. I don't know, man. I, I don't think, I don't think it's a human. I don't. I don't know, you know. Do you think, do you think it's extraterrestrial? What are the odds? No, I don't, I mean, it's, I don't think it's like a. And I know, it, you know, it's like anything else you hear out here about the chupacabra and all the you know, you urban hear, legends. Yeah, yeah, you hear about those urban legends. I mean, you, like Goatman. I mean, we we took Goatman to a whole nother level when we were in high school. We would all dress up as as the Goatman because this is a story we heard from a friend's dad of ours. Yeah, and uh, we we took the liberty to scare a ton of people. We would each put that damn costume on and make people park at the, the bottom of a hill and flash their lights three times and then come up from the top. I think it was only in October that we did it, but we we really brought that thing to life. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you hear stuff like that, you, I mean, you got to. You got to be like, let's go scare some let's put, let's put Let's keep people talking about it, right? I mean, it's fun. It's the fun part. It is fun, especially for the kids to... Uh, inquire about it and ask questions they really they really fucking got this bitch fucking up there with pictures of uh with jordan and fucking brady and fucking babe Ruth. get the fuck out of here allo yeah okay so we've got the game turned on right now and they're doing the pregame coverage and adrian is perturbed she, she's not even the fucking go to softball get the fuck out of here shit she is right now and that's all that matters you, the go to softball to me is, is uh, jenny 
Well, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, she's fucking fine. Wow. The, the goat, the goat is Lisa Fernandez, but Jenny Finch, Ooh, I will oh, yeah. say, put Jenny Finch put softball on the map. Uh, she, she did, she's she did, she's who made who was, who softball the, who, popular. Who, who was the other one? Lisa Fernandez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, she's yeah. the goat. Oh yeah, I like that. She could hit. Yeah. She could pitch, and she played third base. Yeah, she was. This a, this bitch right here yeah, only hits. Get the fuck out of here. You, hey. you can't be a fucking goat and be a designated player your whole fucking career. Hey, we get, got the goat. We got the goat coach. All right, Patty Gasso, what's up? Uh, okay, mm, I'm not gonna argue it. with that. I'm not gonna argue with that. That she's the goat coach. I'm sorry, Allo is not a goat to me. Well, we about to bring the goat from Thompson yeah. Park. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Yeah, it's funny today. Some of the guys sent a, a text message about you know. NFL teams winning percentage of the Super Bowl, and it said Cowboys was number one. And I was like, you know what? With my coaching background, the times I've been at a championship, I'm at 1.0, baby. Haven't lost one. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. suck on that, Cowboys. Even hey, me, I too. Love you, me too. Me too. Even though I love you, Cowboys, suck on that. Hey, you got some bragging rights, right? <laughs> hey, both of us do. We do. We do. Yeah, so we won a city championship this year in football together. Man, it was a, it was a tough, long season. Pulled it out at the end. Champs, baby. If you ever want to if you ever want to see the video, you let us know. We'll send it to you. Man, it was so cool that we got that all recorded and we're able to to get the our hands on but, the video footage. Well, yeah, I saw the statistics, and like Adrian said, you put, they had Jordan, they had Brady, and then you had Babe Ruth. I'm like, those are, those are legends. They Those legends will be talked yeah, about. Yeah, next year, next season, well, everybody's going to forget who the fuck <laughs> Justin Allo is. Right? Bet. And that's what I was like. That's what I was like. Well, and it's not really fair comparison because those players played for years and years and years professionally. And we know we've talked about how softball doesn't have a oh, really yeah, a prominent professional ranks, but I mean those but, those athletes are the longevity, okay, the success. For for the exception of Babe Ruth, tell me another name in baseball that you, you would say you could talk about as being the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all times, Mickey Mantle, okay, Ted name Williams, okay, Joe DiMaggio, Willie okay. Mays, okay. Hank Aaron. Okay. There's a lot in baseball that you can name as a GOAT, yeah. honestly. And really, and, really, and really, if you think about it, when you think of the golden age of baseball, like the 1900s, 1920s, mm-hmm. 1930s, 1940s, I'm sorry, baseball was shit back then. Okay. Well, yeah. I well, mean, the, the, the level so, of athletes, it's, yeah, it's evolved level, over the years. Babe Ruth fucking. He was fat and he was alcoholic. He was, he was fat. He was out of shape. He was an alcoholic. You know, if he played nowadays, he would be shit. Oh, he yeah. probably wouldn't even make a minor league team. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, but yeah, in his yeah. day, he was amazing. In his amazing. day, he was awesome. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, they the pitchers back then, there were some that, you know, could throw high 90s maybe over 100 but not not very many but nowadays you you know you 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 step up to the plate you're looking at a a pitcher that can can rock that shit yeah that has a cannon you know the game has evolved so much yeah i you know what um, are the fastest uh softball pitches pitchers pitching nowadays 
the fastest soft. Well, I know Maxwell, who pitches for Oklahoma State, she's usually typically up there at 67, 68. Like 67, 68, that's going to be equivalent to probably a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball fastball, at least. Um, and she's a strikeout pitcher. I think as far as striking striking batters out, um, I think she's probably the best, hands down. Um, and the fact that we beat her just amazes me, <laughs> you know? Makes it sweet, yeah. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, they were showing statistics, like, of how good Oklahoma State was when they were when they scored first and when they went up in a game. And for us to make that comeback, uh, even if it was on an error, you know, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's... That's the beauty about these games. Like I said, any, I mean, any time of day, you know, everybody and, reaches their peak. You know, it's yeah. just it's there. You know, and you take like this last pitch that she just threw. You know, it was fifty-seven miles an hour. That's going to be considered a changeup for them. You know, anything that drops under sixty is going to be considered a changeup. And we got a hit to center field out first. And that's the thing that that Texas needs to game. do with this pitcher right here. She throws a lot of those rise balls because she tries to get pitchers, uh, batters to swing and miss. They've got to be patient. Like that's the most important key in in fast pitch is is patience because most of the time these pitchers ain't throwing strikes. Mm-hmm. They're throwing it away or they're throwing it up to make you swing and miss. And if you fall for it, you're good at swing and miss, and you're good to probably strike out. The pitching motion for a rise ball too is just it's kind of comes natural in a way, and if you can master that, you can really it, it's it, it's like the equivalent of like a, a curveball, you know, the way it rises and you can't you can't track it very well at the speed. Well, Nate, like you take Maxwell again, you take her, she has that curveball pitch where it looks like it's coming in straight at you down the middle, and then right before it it crosses the plate, it just drops. And people fall for it all the time and swing and miss. That's how that's how she's able to strike so many batters out, is because of that curveball that she has. Aren't you pissed off about the gas prices? Yeah, man. Because <laughs> I can't speak about it because I can't afford fucking gas. To, what are we talk? up to now in Amarillo? What, what is it? Was, it's uh, last price. time I saw it, it was four thirty nine. At least on my. At least we're not in down. Los Angeles. Nine dollars, right? Four forty nine. There's a hit. Let's go. There you go. Bella Dayton. But she's fine too. Yeah, no shit, right? But you know the thing about it with these gas prices, prices, guys, it's like, (laughs) and I laugh about it because the funniest uh, funniest thing I've ever seen. Patience, that's what you need. Y'all remember Cat Williams, right? Yeah. You know, he has a stand-up and he talks talks about gas prices. He's like, people should not be at the gas pump. Making life decisions about <laughs> gas or what they're going to be doing, I and know, now right? I'm like, it's, I'm thinking we are struggle right. We now. are making life decisions right now. We really have to. You know, right? I wanted to take a trip in July, but it's like, damn, it's going right? to cost a few hundred dollars just to get. Oh, you fucking you know, up right a f- now. A few hundred miles. Yeah, and on top of that too, it's like you, man, and then you think about okay, you get gas, then you got. Change your oil, tire. I mean, everything is so damn expensive, man. It's unbelievable. But then you, well, hell, if you drive a diesel, I mean, you're shit. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And and 
And like I was telling somebody the other day, I said, you know, you you hear a lot about, you know, this, you hear a lot about that, and about, you know, well, you know, Biden should do this, Biden should, I mean, it was like, Duke can only do so much with gas. What it comes down to is the actual damn companies that run the gas. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And those two, those people are just straight up, whenever, you know, COVID hit, everything, they all they ate shit. Now they're living back up to the fucking. They're swimming in their their own shit right now. Embarrassment of riches right now with with all the freaking money they're making off the gas prices. I, I honestly like if if it was back at three bucks, okay, I'll, I'll be fine with three bucks. Okay, we did it with Bush whenever Bush was in. in you know, as I love war. Bush. And I uh, me too. I love Bush too. Go Bush. <laughs> but what what is a vehicle but, that you would considering investing in that would co- cut the cost of okay, gas? So before you okay, before you say that I've already done that before you, you know, all this I'll, shit happened. I've never <laughs> I've never been you know, like I said, I've never I've never picked a side God damn I go fine. But I've never picked a side of, you know, liberal, conservative. I've never picked a side. I won't ever pick a side. Because I don't agree with neither, and then I agree with both. But I was listening to The Blaze one day. I don't know why. And The Blaze is a very heavily conservative. Right, they're talk. conservative. And the guy made a very good point. He goes, he he made the point that right now, all the cars that are driving right now, they're outdated. And I was like, he's, I was like, outdated? They're still making gas. He goes, but no, but we've always had this talk where, you know, 2025 or 2030, we're going to be, you know, it's going to be electric cars. Now that's where they're, I feel like that's where they're going to. I feel like because they came out, you know, during the Super Bowl, whenever they show the electric Silverado, I was like, when the hell was a Silverado ever going to be electric? Like, I so never. You, you think they're pushing for that heavily with, I feel within like, all companies? I feel like they're they're trying to push. They're going to try to push a lot of these old functioning cars, all that, everything we have out. And they want people to think, to really, really think about, hey, we should buy an electric car. Well, once they start making them affordable, that will become more realistic. But, but, but that's what they're going to say. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're going to be like, well, right now, if we're paying 5 to $6 for the damn gas, hell, we could, we, we'll, we'll cut our costs. By buying the electric car right now, but the the price of an electric car but to it, the average, but it even, but it almost evens out. You know, middle class or working class income is, is very above their means. Yeah, I know. And, and, but when they said that, I was like, the dude makes a good point. I mean, I, I mean, because no matter what, I mean, yes, we need gas to function. Yes, gas is there we need it everybody oil would need we need it but when it comes to these vehicles you know our daily commuters whatever you want to say i mean we could change to these electric cars but i i don't i don't want to drive no damn electric car you know i don't i don't and here's the thing i don't want to have to come home park my damn car and plug it in that's something because I, don't you have to modify your electrical system? In, in yeah, a, you gotta you gotta do all that. A shit. section of your house just to accommodate that, yep. to make it practical. Yep, and that to. you know that costs money too to yeah. do that to your home. And really, most of the upper 
middle class to upper class people, they're the only ones that can afford an electric car. And you do see more of them on the road nowadays, but it's going to be a while, I feel like, before we see it. Like It's cool to see a Tesla. Across. It's cool. But the United States with people um, being able to afford Oh, Adrian, today I, I saw a small dick guy today. In a small br- dick? Small dick guy in a brand new car. He brought, <laughs> is it a Maserati, the one with the three little pitchfork kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then he, little, little boy, he was sitting there driving. I was like, oh, look at that little dick, dude. <laughs> Would you ever consider... But I was like, he can't afford the gas. <laughs> Would you ever consider a uh, mo- motorcycle or um smaller car if here's the thing in all, in all honestly if we had if we had better public transportation in amarillo i would take the bus would you yeah absolutely hey why, they did buy why, new buses well, though but why not the if, city did if it was better if, if if there was a better schedule and better bus transportation absolutely i would take the bus well they did improve the the buses here in Amarillo, they bought well, all yeah, the but, new ones. But it's not like one big, crashed into a barber shop too. But it's not like, <laughs> but it's but they're not. But here's the thing on the boulevard, they're not consistent. Like it takes. I mean, it takes it takes too long for them to yeah, get around. It the takes route. way too long. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I if, got you. if if we had a better public transportation, absolutely, I would take a train, the subway, anything like that. Because to me, I mean, you see in New York. They, I mean, shit, nobody buys a car because it costs too much, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you call, and driver's license, all that, it costs too much. And yeah, I'll walk to the subway and take it. Uh, absolutely. How much are taxis now in New York? You were just there. What is it like? Um, taxis are ridiculously expensive. Uh, so are Ubers. So most of the time when people use uh, any kind of public trans- transportation, they go the cheap route and use the bus or the train, uh, which is pretty cheap. Like, I think to get on the subway, it's like a little over $3 or something like that. Yeah, that ain't bad. So, same with the bus. The only thing is you're going to deal with, you know, crackheads and crazy people oh, yeah. on, on the public transportation. Right. Like, I wasn't even in New York City for, like, two hours, and I already <laughs> almost saw a fight on the train. I was like, holy shit, already? I couldn't imagine living that way and it's having so, to rely so on public transportation to get around. Like, it it would be a nightmare and such a fucking hassle. It is. I, but I guess up there, they're just used to it, you know? It's like, if if we had to do that here, we would be used to it. And it wouldn't be an issue, you know, and I think that's what it's like up there. Like up there is just like a part of their culture, you know. Yeah, you make it a part of your routine. Everything yeah, and cool. it's been that way for decades, so it, it's normalized very much. But I, if I had a good bike, I mean, I have a good bike, but not a high quality one. If I could invest in one, I would use it to just get around where I lived and go to the store and things like that to get small items. But then you, you run into the inconvenience of you can't fit it on your bike. You gotta, I'm about I mean, to say with, you've got to have a car, you know, with, with your, with your bike right now, we're about to be pulling up a dumb and dumber. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a mini bike. It, it's pretty sweet. You're going to pick me up. And that thing, that thing can get it, boy. But my grown ass, you know, 215 pounds can ride it. Look at that already. So, yeah, 
just walked, bases loaded. Texas scores one run, and they think they've won the national championship. Texas is doing what they it's need to do, run. and they're making that pitcher work. They are making her that throw strike strikes. Three. That was fucking no, strike. That was inside. That was, that was, that was inside corner. That was of the inside. Plate. Like that would have been strike two, by the way. That was full count. Because yeah, no, it wasn't a full count. It was a three-one count. It's all good. But they're making her work. She's already sweating. She's already thrown 23 pitches. They're making her work. They're being patient. Ah. That's going to be a fly out. Um, but, yeah, they made her work that that inning, and that's going to build up a lot of confidence. Yeah, but to, to have so, the bases loaded. It's and, definitely and not only, over. It's not even close to being over. To only hold them to one run. Um, hey, that's a success. Yeah, so. I'm not worried about it. But, okay, next topic. Adrian, you got something for us? What were we going to talk about? We talked about gas prices. I do. We had another school shooting. Y'all want to talk about that? Very unfortunate in Uvalde, Texas. I didn't know Matthew McConaughey was from there. Yeah, that's his hometown. I did not know that. Yeah. The the thing, so I was in San Antonio this last week, and we we watched the news and everything. What's great about that area is that they they have done a really good job of keeping prayer, keeping hope. Uh, Community support really, been high. Yeah, really, a lot of support, and you know, and that's one thing I liked about the you know the news. Like even in the news, I mean, yeah, they would talk a little bit about gun control, but they kind of just they kind of just left it. They kind of just left it like you know when we get there, we'll get there. But they were really focusing on the families. Are focusing on the community, like not fucking Biden, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's why I was like, I was like, okay, I'm glad that there is still good newscasts, whatever you want to say, news people that you know, instead of sitting here doing, you know, talking about the gun, 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 like quit worrying about that right now. That that will be taken care that's of. That's not later. the problem. The problem is right now is these families need support. They need love. They do. They need prayer. They need to make sure that. Mental health is the biggest issue yeah. here, I see. Yeah. Um, I do think there's a problem with the fact that an 18-year-old can go buy you know, an assault rifle. They should, they well, should change the laws, legislation yeah. towards that. Yeah, I think it's crazy because like, um, you can't buy a handgun at 18. Like, If you wanted to go to a, a gun store and buy a 9mm at 18, you couldn't do it. But you can go buy an AR-15. I think that does need to be changed. But... To me, it doesn't matter what they change as far as the gun control laws. It's not going to stop mass shootings. Well, well, and bad people are always going to find a way to get their hands on exactly exactly a deadly I mean, weapon. He, this guy uh, what was his name Ramos, mm-hmm. Salvador Ramos. He bought that AR-15 legally. He did, yeah. He passed the background it's, check it, to purchase the AR-15. That an eighteen-year-old can do that. You know. He, 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 I don't know, I might make one of my buddies mad if you ever listen to this, but, you know, with, you know, Beto or Beto, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> this dude needs to shut the hell up with with trying to keep a voice on, well, what I mean by voice, trying to voice about this gun control in very inappropriate times. Did you did you yeah. see was, him crash that? Yeah, that it was like press a, conference. That, that, that was, was so immediately disgusting. after the shooting occurred. That was so disgusting. Like, uh, and he, uh, I've heard he's been trying to 
do it at their ceremonies and all like all or the memorials. Be I'm there like, for the the victims like, right now, dude. Like shut and the that, hell up. And that's up. what that's what disgusted me at at Biden's press conference after it happened. He instead of immediately going into mourning with the families, he immediately oh we need more gun control, more gun control, making no, it political. No, you, no we don't need based. more gun control. Yeah, we have enough gun control as it is. There's a base hit. It just double. You know I mean, yeah, we can always get better at, our, at the laws and all that. We can all, we can always do that. But like we've always said, bad people will find a way to get a gun. They no will. What. They always will. Bad people will find. No a matter way. what laws you have in place, those and, those situations they may they may decrease. But it's always going to happen, and, and, and it's, su- it's it's such a sad thing to know that and it's such a copycat thing nowadays. It, it just happens like a chain and, chain reaction. And, and somebody, over you know, and over and like I've heard some politicians, you know, say, you know, it doesn't happen in England, it doesn't happen in Germany, it doesn't. Why is it only in America? And uh, you know, when you hear that comment, when I hear a comment like that, I'm like, I don't know. That's a hard it, one to say. It, it, it is. It makes you think, doesn't it? Why Why everywhere else? And it's true. There's a lot of places in this world that it does not happen. But why here? Why is it? What is going on with here? Me, personally, this is this is where, this is where I, I felt, you know, just being, you know, being in my position that I've been the last couple of years and what I've learned through, you know, U.S. history is uh, it's, it, us people. Or uh, people, just people in general. Just I'm talking about people, Americans. We 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 have got to start figuring out who the hell we are voting for and why we're voting for these people. Like I believe a lot of these people that are in our office, you know, in Texas, in at our at our U.S. government, they're they're corrupt as shit. I you know not. There might be. They're, a, they're all about themselves, all for trying to exactly. further their career. And <clears throat> I, I think and that's what that's just my most person. of them have never lived in the inner city. I think they're corrupt. I think they've been corrupt. They just and they don't like they said they don't stand for the people. Mm-hmm. They don't stand for the people. So yeah, we don't want to get too political, but we went down that rabbit hole for a little bit. But Aaron, well, we didn't, well, we got a little political. Here's the thing. This Friday, and it's, I don't, I'm pretty excited about this Friday, especially this movie coming out. I know everybody's on the Top Gun rave and everything. You know, why the fuck does anyone want to see Top Gun? That shit's old. Why are they coming I've out heard, with a new I've one? I've actually heard it's a really it's a good, good movie. movie but I keep hearing. I keep okay, hearing let's just keep remaking shit. I, I keep hearing from everybody hey, that that's I, seen it that it's really good. Hey, I love the original one. So you, just, you can't beat the original. Well, okay, well. You know what, James? Just like, in my opinion, like we're just thinking about the original <laughs> right now. This week, we got a new Jurassic Park coming out. The originals, yeah, 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 will be showing up back Jurassic on this Park movie. 20. But Jurassic Park, it's it's it was made to be a multi-series type of film, just like Fast and Furious. But when you do a, a one-off movie and try to recreate it later on, it's like, come on, man. Fast and Furious. I stopped watching that after the second one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I watched that. But t- the new Jurassic Park, aren't they bringing back the original cast members, yeah. right? Yeah, well, they're bringing, you know, the main one, Dr. Grant and the lady, and then, uh, what's his name? 
So, oh, Blue has a baby. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah! So I mean, they they got some like I said, they, they, Chris I think, Pratt's coming back in it, right? Oh yeah, Pratt. Well, he got to bring Chris Pratt on that man. I mean, that's a he 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 did a great job with. He did. He's such a good actor. I is. like him. So I'm excited. So it comes out Friday. Comes out Friday. Right, I got some free movie tickets. We're gonna have to go. So and then on top of that too, I mean, it's just like when you hear Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, I was like, man, I hope. I hope they continue making it. I mean, the last one I liked, both the last ones I liked, these Jurassic Worlds, mm-hmm. they thought they were really good movies. And I hope this one's a good one. And they hope. Do you think they'll keep making them, or do you think this will be one of the final uh, ones? I would say if they if if they have to do anything, as of being the third one, Jurassic World, whatever you want to say, I bet this will be the last one of the world, and they might try to twist it or reboot something. Later. I feel like Jurassic Park is one of those those series that can continue forever. Like there's never going to be an end. It's just going to always be there. Well, as long as they don't make it stupid, like, like you said, the Fast and the Furious series, that franchise has gotten. Yeah. So dumb. Well, they, they did a lot. Like of they literally strange... went into space with the last one. Another home run, baby. What's God up? Damn. Three run shot already kicking that ass. They need to pull this bitch out. First inning. She can't even throw from the mound to the fucking second base, much less pitch. Tearing that ass up, but yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I feel like it's gonna be a good one. Does I mean, it? Um, are they gonna only have showings of it like at night, or is like a, is it gonna be available throughout the day? I don't know how they do it anymore. Wow, they do it throughout the whole day. Like shit, there's like one like every hour. Shoot, we're gonna go. Wait, ten, eleven, twelve. Shit, it's like every hour. I think the only time they do it specific if you want to do the the IMAX or the 3D, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't like that shit. Adrian, what movie do you want to see recreated, revamped, redone? Revamped and redone? Like, what's one of your favorites, one of your go-tos? The Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> That's a one-off, bro. <laughs> well... I would like to see Spawn remade. Good choice. Um, cause I I loved the first one, but now when I watch it nowadays, I look at it and it's so fucking corny. <laughs> fucking John, John Leguizamo is the fucking clown. I I wish that they would reboot that series, uh, or that film. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You. Yeah. You're done. I don't even know why they even started you. Yeah, they pulled her. You're not. You haven't been. 100%. So hopefully, those of you who are you listening, haven't been a hundred percent. Have already watched this game. You already know the outcome, but uh, Adrian's super pissed right now. No, yeah. I'm not mad. It's not even over. <laughs> she pissed. It's a first inning. Five one. <laughs> it's not even over, bro. Aaron, what, what's a what's a movie it was you want to see It was redone? fucking five to fucking three in the second inning against Oklahoma State too. What's up? Y'all about to lose. <sighs> Oklahoma State will beat y'all re- in the fucking Big Twelve Championship. They had to Shit don't matter now. Make a movie. Today, Junior. Oh, that's a very tough one, you know. I mean, you see the Waterboy remade? No, we can't do any other sailors. Happy Gilmore, too. You know what I would like for them to try? Just even just try. Remotely try. And I know it'd be hard. Tommy Boy, too. Yeah, Tommy Boy. Major League. Major League, okay. That's, I mean, funny as shit. But I want to see if they could try to remake that one. That would be a. 
a good one. Yeah. Because nobody really knows about Major League unless you, you're like, oh, here's this movie. And then they're like, oh, shit, that's so funny. I'm like, it is. What about Independence Day 2? No. <laughs> no. Man, I'd love to see this movie redone, but it, it it's not going to happen and it shouldn't happen. But it's my favorite. It's Timeless Animal House. No. They would no. screw it up so bad if they redid it. Yep. But it would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. But no. But no, yeah. I feel like there's no good comedies anymore anyway. They're all terrible. They're all played out. They're not any good. You know what's a good comedy? Because you don't have any funny actors anymore. You know, like, you really don't. And you, you're restricted on what you can say and do. I mean, it's... You, you really don't have except any funny if you're, actors you know, no, anymore. Like, you don't have any more Chevy Chases. You know, you don't have any more Steve Martins, Eddie Murphy's. You still got Steve-O, though. Any of y'all going to oh, go to go watch Steve-O's show no, in August? No. Stop with that fucking I'm gonna go. jackass shit. Dude. Why? I'm going, That's dude. so fucking retarded. Because, I agree with David. Like, let's, really? I agree with it. Because you know what? It's just about sticking <laughs> shit up their ass and trying to push it out. Like, why is that? That's not funny. It's really I'm not. not funny. There's it's other really stuff not. they do that's funny, though. Okay, let's stick, let's, let's stick a fucking mousetrap on my dick. Like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It's Steve-O. Uh, we grew up watching Jackass. I'm going to go uh, okay. August. I don't know. I think it's August 5th. Well, you go by yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go. All right. Well, this has been episode 82. Thank you guys for listening. I'm James. I'm Aaron. I'm Adrian, and fuck OU. And Adrian's pissed. Yeah, fuck OU. You know what? It's 5-1 in the first inning. It's about to be 12-1 pretty soon.